Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confident Swinger Podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. Today, my podcast panties are a pale pink lace thong. Very hot. On today's episode, we are going to talk about sexual confidence. Feeling confident sexually in the lifestyle can be a major problem. As a group, swingers are open about our sexuality. We like sex. We talk about it. We think about it. We have it with each other as much as we can. But that doesn't mean that we don't struggle with confidence about sex. Actually, I think we struggle more because we're more open about it and because we center so much of our lives around sex. I think at times we have all felt inadequate, insecure, like our bodies are too big or too small, or like our body parts are too big or too small. How many guys out there wish they had a bigger dick? I'm guessing everybody listening. We all want to be good lovers with satisfied partners. We want people, when they talk about the experience with their friends, and let's be honest, they probably will talk about it, good or bad, to say good things, not laugh and roll their eyes. Guys think women have it so easy. All we have to do is show up. I mean, we just have a hole or two to fill, right? Well, not exactly true, guys, but we'll get into that later. But the truth is, a lot of pressure is on the guys. There's a lot of pressure on guys to perform. That may mean different things to different people, but I think most guys feel the pressure to perform in one form or another. The pressure usually lies on the guy to initiate sex. And this in itself is a whole other problem. Guys don't want to come off like the creepy guy that just walks up to you and is like, nice shoes, want to fuck? They don't want to cross a line and be perceived as a predator. But if they don't take the initiative, they may miss an opportunity. It's a tough situation. There's pressure on guys to have good stamina. Or at least guys put a lot of pressure on themselves to have a lot of stamina. Just a note here, guys. The sex doesn't have to end just because you come. Guys find themselves asking, am I doing this right? So there's pressure to be a good lay. Just a fun fact, this isn't just a guy issue. Guys also have to deal with finicky temperamental dicks that sometimes have a mind of their own. And sometimes the pressure can get to you. Honestly, as much as I would love to have a dick of my own, I don't think I would want to deal with the pressure of having one all the time. Guys are usually the one that have to set the pace for sex, except when the woman is on top. 
Side note, I love to ride. Guys also have the pressure of knowing what the woman is into. What is she going to like? What is going to turn her on and turn her off? And the hardest part, there's a lot of pressure on a guy to get a woman to orgasm, which can be really fucking hard. Trust me, as a woman, and especially as a woman who loves playing with other women, I know how hard this can be. But let's talk about the ladies for a minute. Guys, it's a little more complicated than just showing up with a hole, trust me. There's a lot of pressure on women to have an orgasm, and for most women, it's a lot harder than it is for most men. So if we don't have an orgasm, or get turned on easily, then we feel like something is wrong with us. Ladies, I'm going to tell you right now, you are not the problem. Often, sexual confidence for a woman is all tied up with body confidence. And for most women, arousal is very mental. So if we're thinking about how we look, or if our tits are saggy, or if our belly is jiggling, if our ass is too big, or too small, or flat, then it's going to be way harder to get in the mood, or to stay in the mood. That makes it harder for a lot of women to be on top and ride either a cock or a face, which is sad because damn, riding a cock and riding a face are both pretty fucking amazing. Also, some women have issues with dryness. If that happens, not only does it fuck with your head and probably his head too, but it doesn't feel very good for anybody involved. If that is the case, lube is your best friend. There's also a lot of pressure on women to give a good blowjob. I've heard guys say what makes a good blowjob is a mouth on their dick, but I'm pretty sure they're full of shit. So why do we feel so insecure? I think the number one biggest reason people feel insecure about sex comes from porn. That's how most people, guys especially, learn about sex. Sex is still a taboo subject for most people which I think is just super sad. Sex is just a natural part of life, and if we talked about it more openly, it would lose the negative stigma and make it so much easier to talk about. But unfortunately, that's just not the world we live in today. So when you're younger and you're curious about sex and you don't feel like you can ask the adults in your life, what do you do? You either ask a friend or a sibling or you watch porn. And since the friend or sibling probably learned from watching porn, it kind of comes to the same end. But guess what? Porn isn't real. It sets unrealistic expectations about size, stamina, arousal, what women like and want, and a ton of other shit. Porn usually depicts a guy with a big dick pounding away on a chick that's a size 2 with perky tits for about 45 minutes who is moaning like crazy and then coming on her face. Reality check, guys. Most women don't orgasm during intercourse without some form of clitoral stimulation. Most guys don't have a 10-inch cock, and most women aren't a size 2. But that's where our quote-unquote education comes from. It's no wonder we feel so damn insecure. The number two reason that people struggle with sexual confidence is a lack of skills. 
if you don't feel like you know what you're doing, you're not going to feel very confident. And that lack of confidence is going to be obvious. Sex is simple, but also very complicated. There are a lot of moving parts, literally, and it can be intimidating. Often, if you don't feel confident in what you are doing, you fall back into your usual routine and you do the same thing you usually do. This can get old fast. The number three reason that people struggle with sexual confidence is harsh self-judgment. If you believe you're not a good lover, then you're not going to be confident in yourself and your sexual ability. Honestly, negative self-image is at the root of most confidence problems. We continuously talk down to ourselves. We tell ourselves we are not good enough, that nobody would want us, that we are a lousy lay. First of all, I'm going to tell you all that that's bullshit. You are freaking amazing. But confidence isn't about how I feel about you. It's about how you feel about you. So what the hell can we do? How can we feel more sexually confident? I've got six tips for you to increase your sexual confidence. Tip number one, talk about it. Talk about it a lot. Get comfortable talking about it. Ask your partner what they like and then do it. We all get stuck in the same routine, even swingers. If you have a hard time initiating conversations with your partner, find a podcast about sex to listen to together or a show or a movie or a documentary about sex. It can be a great way to open up the lines of communication in a way that doesn't make anybody feel bad or defensive. Tip number two, educate yourself. If you want to be a better lover, learn what works for your lovers. Learn about how and where to touch a woman or a man and for how long. Learn to give better oral sex. Watch a video, listen to a podcast, read a book. Even if you think you're already a good lover, there is always room for improvement. Tip number three, focus on your partner. If you focus on your partner's pleasure more than your own, you will both, or all of you in a group sex situation, end up getting more pleasure out of the whole experience. Tip number four, Focus on your strengths. If you give a great blowjob or are especially skilled with your hands, play to your strengths. You are going to be more confident doing things that you know you are good at. But that doesn't mean that you should stop learning or trying to get better. Tip number five, be present in the moment. Use all of your senses. Notice the smells, the tastes, the textures, the sounds. The best way to get the most out of any experience is to immerse yourself in it. When you are in the moment, be in the moment. Tip number six, get to know your body. Make it a priority to explore your own body. Figure out what you like and what you don't like. Explicitly. Figure out how much pressure. Figure how fast or slow you like it. Exactly where you like to be touched. Your confidence comes from accepting yourself first. And a bonus tip. Keep listening to this podcast. When you increase your self-confidence, when you learn how to like and accept yourself for who you are, including all the weirdness and all the quirks, every part of your life improves. 
including sex. Let's face it, sex is great. We all like it. We all want it. We probably wouldn't be swingers if we didn't like sex. Let's try to get out of our heads and increase our sexual confidence. It can make the difference between good sex and oh my fucking god sex. Thanks for listening. I hope you try out some of the tips you learned tonight or maybe right now. If you liked the show, share it with a friend so we can all get laid more. I love you, sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.